0: Hello and welcome to the Guasha Show, helping you get the best results out of guasha and Eastern medicine for the face and the body. I'm your host Clive Whittam, and every week we explore the world of guasha to help you use and understand this great technique with research and stories and guests and useful tips. So let's get straight into this episode and let's look at the benefits of guasha. Hello and welcome to episode four. It's great that you're here with me listening to The Gua Show. Now, I've been doing Gua sha for a very long time and I've seen some of what it can do. So in this episode, we're going to explore a few ways that Gua sha benefits the body. Now, when I was pondering this topic, I quickly realised that I better separate the benefits of facial Gua sha and Gua sha because there are some issues with facial gua sha that need to be addressed separately. Not because it's different, in fact, because it's not different, but because of the perceived differences and the general misunderstandings. So this episode is focused on gua sha in a general sense and in its most common usage on the body and facial gua sha benefits and those connected to beauty is gonna be done in another episode. So let's start with a little research for this episode. Now, I thought before I launch into what I think the benefits of Gua Sha are, I'll have a look and see what the internet says are the benefits of Gua Sha and see what's happening online. So this is usually something I avoid when it comes to Gua Sha because, yeah, boy, oh boy, there's some uh, strange stuff out there. And sure enough, it didn't disappoint. There was all kinds of stuff going on explaining what gua sha does and what it doesn't do so in this episode let's stick to the research and chinese medicine and let's have a look at what my clinical experience suggests about what gua sha really benefits and let's leave the other stuff that we found on the internet where it was and don't touch it now you may or may not be surprised to hear that reports have been published looking at gua sha and its effect on 185 diseases and disorders in the body And this is from a report that came out in China last year. It's a huge list of illnesses and disorders. And some of the most common ones are cervical spondylosis. Now that's when you have wear and tear on the discs on the spine at your neck. Another one is frozen shoulder, lumbar invertebral disc herniation. And another one is fibrositis and so fibrositis is pain in the connective tissue structures in the body so in your neck and your shoulder waist and back and fibromyalgia is an example of this knee arthritis insomnia facial nerve palsy otherwise known as Bell's palsy migraines and headaches dizziness acne angina coronary heart disease and muscle sprain so as of the end of 2019 there were 1258 studies available most of them in China. So while the act of publishing doesn't necessarily mean that guasha has a benefit on what they're actually looking at because when you sift through some of these some of them aren't that great but they do show you that there is a beneficial action to guasha and there's a lot of interest in narrowing it down. So, after the publication of my first book, The Book of Oriental Medicine, I'd come to realise that there was a lot more to say about one of the themes that I'd written about in that book, which was guasha, And it was something I'd noticed in the clinic. I treat people with quite complicated things happening in their bodies and who suffer chronic symptoms. And one thing I noticed was that when I did guasha, there was often a profound reaction to one or more of the symptoms that they had. And that's what brought me down the Guasha Road, and here I am still walking on it. Now, there's something important to get your head around. Watch out when you say Guasha is for this condition and it's for that disease. Do that too often, and it's going to bite you in your seated regions because someone comes in right they have for example they've got neck pain it looks super easy when they rotate their neck just slightly to one side and you can see exactly what's wrong and you scrape away like you're doing an intricate oil painting focusing on ah i'm going to get this and scrape, scrape 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 and it's coming up and the sha comes up and it looks marvellous, and you finish up, and you're so confident that you almost want to be like a barber or a hairdresser, and show them the back of their head with a mirror so that they can see the hairstyle. So, but in this case, it will be show them the back of their neck, so you can see what a work of art that you've created, and they can then nod at your artistry, uh, and then they can uh, stand up and pay you and leave. But then, after all that effort, what happens? nothing you've fixed nothing there's still the same pains there in the same place and they'll come back and maybe they'll have the same treatment or a different treatment another time and it's still there the same place and it's just not going and this happens so why does this happen because the origin of the discomfort in the neck isn't where you think it is the neck is the symptom but the pattern which is causing this discomfort lies in another place, maybe it's in the back, maybe it's in the shoulder, maybe it's an internal issue. There are so many possibilities. So always remember that the body is a three-dimensional living organism, which is working at a dizzying speed on so many levels and in so many micro-environments. So and I speak from umpteen experiences, don't fall into the guasha treats trap because no it doesn't Guasha treats the person and the person's body then either doesn't like what you did in which case it doesn't do anything or it likes what you did and then it goes and fixes something and actually sometimes it's some random thing that you didn't even realize that the person was suffering from so how's your headache no nope, no change there is it still happening you know yeah yep yeah, still it's still going on you know i mean is it changed intensity no no it's still exactly the same is it in the same place yeah yeah still right there but i've stopped eating chocolate what in this case it turns out she was a chocoholic and a serious chocoholic um which of course is going to cause all kinds of problems inside the body if you're going to eat one thing too often and so the body on its way to fix this person's headache took a detour to sort out something else first uh, which is a very common thing that the body likes to do and this is actually along the lines of the ancient Chinese and they held that within the blood lies Zhongqi which is the natural intelligence of the body and it has the blueprints of how everything should look and tries to restore the body whenever it can and so this is the action that's going around within the blood so actually makes perfect sense And incidentally I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff of what people do that probably gives your treatment little chance of succeeding so it wouldn't matter what you were doing it just wouldn't work I mean imagine what's going on inside your body if you drink a litre of coke a day because some people do and I recall one patient's response to what clearly must have been my open mouth as she was explaining this was actually two litres of coke a day it's okay it's diet coke So if you don't fix the diet coke problem, then that's something that's going on on a a deep level inside the body. Um, And you're fighting against that with Gua Sha. So it's pretty much a losing battle. Anyway, let's have a look at two of the most important benefits of Gua Sha, which I've summarized here. And you'll see why there are so many studies looking at diseases and illnesses. So let's start with the, the main one. So Gua Sha can change your local blood circulation so this is what gouache is all about and that's also the reason that you sometimes see those distinctive red marks which are the sha or sometimes referred to as petechia although it's not necessary for it to appear for a blood circulation increase Uh, so this all happens in the capillary tissue bed which the ancient chinese called something else they called it the lomi and gua is supposed to release a molecule called nitric oxide which dilates the blood vessels and increases the blood flow which again is built into the natural theories of how tissue can be blocked within ancient chinese medicine you just have to take a walk on some of the paths around me so remember i live in the forest and when winter comes less people are walking around in the forest and the plants are growing all the time and when you walk along the paths, you can see how the plants have reclaimed them over the winter gradually more and more and you can get through but it's more difficult so the circulation of these paths is restricted and if you leave them they'll be totally overgrown and impassable so if you can make a way through them again it all flows quite happily and i can walk in the path and go and collect my firewood from the mountain and bring it back again or without being scratched too much you should see my legs so the idea with the action of guasha is that there was an obstruction to blood flow within the tissue uh it was treated and then that obstruction is then lessened or removed so the obstruction could be in the same place or it could be on the other side of the body to where the symptoms that you're suffering from so for example maybe the obstruction was in your back and the treatment was on your back and the shark came out on your back but your symptom the, the symptoms that you're actually feeling was in your stomach maybe you maybe had a stomach ache so let's come on to another important one and this is the idea that Gua sha can have an anti-inflammatory effect and this is supposed to be due to an increase in enzyme activity in the body. And there's a one enzyme in particular called heme oxygenase 1, HO1, which is an antioxidant and protects cells against agents which want to damage them. And it's usually at low levels, but can be what's described as highly upregulated. And there's been studies in Guasha which has shown this is what happens when you do Guasha. The levels of HO1 go up. And this will help the body uh, fight inflammation in, in many areas. And again, this is nothing new to Guasha. Guasha has traditionally been used to treat excess heat conditions with a history of treating difficult to treat febrile diseases and is used to treat acute and chronic hepatitis. And this is essentially the action which has been hugely beneficial to people suffering from chronic low-level inflammatory conditions, which normally have their main symptoms as pain moving around the body and chronic tiredness, for example. Now, the ancient Chinese saw inflammation as counterflow. So imagine you're driving down a one-way street and then you hit a traffic jam because someone's actually trying to drive up the street in the wrong direction in front of you. People are honking their horns, they're jumping out of their cars, they're swearing. They're making all sorts of random, seemingly impolite gestures with their hands. The engines are heating up. Actually, that sounds like just a normal day in Barcelona. But this is what inflammation is. It's when everything should be going one way, but it isn't. So inflammation is part of the restriction of circulation. So with these benefits, we can have a look in general about what's going to happen in the body. So there's, um, there's going to be an effect which will have a major impact on, for example, pain or discomfort. Neck and back pain are the conditions which often come up in studies where Gua Sha has a positive effect on the outcome. But there's so much more. And you just think about it, a technique which can improve your circulation and reduce inflammation. How many problems in the body would benefit from these two actions? Just have a listen to some of the most common conditions which are studied and treated with guasha. So let's start with acute conditions. So pain and discomfort, respiratory infections, a common cold, a cough, flu, feverish conditions, gastrointestinal problems, diarrhea. And then we come on to chronic problems like upper respiratory problems like asthma and bronchitis, backache, sciatica, headaches, migraines, stiff neck, frozen shoulder, tennis elbow, digestive problems, constipation, insomnia, joint pain, neck pain, frozen shoulder, lower back pain, trigeminal neuralgia, dizziness, neuralgia, stomach pain, sinus pain, hemorrhoids, acne, hepatitis B, ulcerative colitis, So it should be quite clear from this list, not that Gwashi is going to treat every one of these every time, but given the right conditions, you can make a change in a person's body who's suffering from some of these, which will help in the symptoms and the progression of the condition. And in some cases, it's going to really, really make huge changes. So you can see perhaps that some of the benefits of Gua Sha, that it isn't actually against these conditions, but it's in creating the internal conditions which will allow the body to moderate the patterns that's causing them. So if someone said to you, Gua Sha is great for headaches, that's a pretty meaningless statement. Unless you understand these actions of Gua Sha, it wouldn't make any sense why scraping the skin of your shoulders would make any change in the symptoms you feel in your head unless you get this idea. And then if I were to sprinkle some of the ideas of the ancient Chinese onto this knowledge, and you could see how they mapped the blood vessel system into a channel system, how they understood the deep connection of the fascia and the tissue bits, and how the body functions, and how the principles of the natural world allow us to understand the action of guasha without concerning ourselves with anything other than the plant on your windowsill or the tree in your garden. But all of that is for another episode. So I hope there's some useful things about Gua Sha that you've listened to today, which you can take away. And feel free to come and say hi to me on Instagram at Komorebi Gua sha, And you'll find the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can check out the show notes at clivewhittam.com slash Show. You'll also find loads of free videos and information. And if you need more help with Guasha, definitely check out my online courses at the Komorebi Institute. I'll include the link in the show notes too. Talk to you soon.